Welcome to the TV show, a show where we talk about TV. I'm your host, Jay Black, and each week I'm joined by Philadelphia radio legends Angelo Cataldi and Rhea Hughes to discuss the best shows, latest news, and biggest controversies in television. We're in a new golden age of TV, and we're here to talk about it. So, let's get to it. And welcome back to the TV show, everybody. I'm Jay Black. Every week, joined by the great Rhea Hughes. Rhea, how are you? Hello. And the uh, almost great Angelo Cataldi. <laughs> how are you, Angelo? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jay, because a couple of things I want to point out before we get this thing going today. One is, in the last two or three years that I did the radio show, for reasons that I could not really explain, every once in a while, I would lose my voice. Almost in mid-sentence. I developed a sign language with Rhea and Al where I would do keep talking. And here's the irony. Here's the irony. They never let me down one time, Jack. And any time, not Al, but any time Rhea took over for what I was saying, it was better than what I was going to say. (laughs) I just want that on the record, right? Thank you. She carried me this big, angly, big <laughs> body for three or four years. And I just thought of it because I got the world's worst cold. I'm getting oh. colds because all the babies are here and they are just a germ factory. Yes. Germ receptacles. If I have a coughing fit or something else goes bad, uh, just understand Rhea will be there to take <laughs> over for me. And the other thing I want to say is I am on medication. However, Rhea, yes. at the end of this show, I'm going to say something here that I have not shared with you off the air. Okay. You will not believe, and I swear to God, it is the biggest change I have made in the nine weeks since I retired. This, And you're Rhea, saying this on medication. Rhea, this is bad. <laughs> okay. I'm embarrassed by it, but I, I just have to be honest because it ties okay. directly into television. It's all I'm okay. going to say. They take it away. That's what they know, call in the business a tease, ladies and exactly. gentlemen. Exactly. Uh, Jay, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I have to be honest. Well, right now, if you don't stick around to the end, I don't know what it is you're listening to because <laughs> I'm excited to find this out. Uh, all right, guys, I, let's hop right into it. I think I wrote 9,000 words in the email to you about how yes. annoyed I was <laughs> at my least favorite person in television, David Zaslov. Uh, if you've been a listener of the show, you know that I am not a fan of his. He is the person who ran Discovery uh, Networks. He bought uh, Time Warner from AT&T, one disastrous deal into another disastrous deal. And, uh, you know, first he started stripping HBO Max of uh, content. He went into CNN and said, uh, we are we're going to try to appeal more to the right um, you know, more to real America, quote unquote, whatever that means. Yeah. And recently he just stripped HBO Max of HBO. Now it's just <laughs> Max. Last week, there was a big uh, uh, press conference where they were talking about their plans. I believe those plans go into effect tomorrow. So if you're listening to this tomorrow, your HBO uh, membership is going to be uh, different. Guys, uh, what did you think of HBO Max becoming Max? Is this a good branding decision on the part of Mr. Zaslov? Well, it, here's what I will tell you. I did like a little, I actually did a little homework for it. And 
their belief is that HBO is seen as like this racy, you know, older kind of thing with no kids programming. So they want to bring the kids in because it's very clear. I mean, I know that's all Clark does is stream. Um, So, and he does watch a couple of things on HBO Max, but I thought, what, so you're going to call it Max and you think you're going to draw in kids with the Max when the people kind of control the TV or the parents who know the brand in HBO. Right. And I, I just thought it was kind of stupid, actually. My uh, my thought is um, they picked the wrong part of that. They should have kept the HBO because the Max reminds me of Cinemax. Yes. Affiliated and which was known in the 80s for softcore porn. Yes. And I don't really think you I got to tell you, I did some research too, Rhea. This David Zasloff guy. Oh, oh my God. God. He makes $3 million in base salary, which isn't outrageous for a CEO. Right. $22 million in bonuses. Wow. And another $120 million last year in stock options. Oh, right? Jesus. And he does, there is no evidence that he has any idea what he's actually doing. And, uh, Jay, uh, you know what? When this came up, I'm actually thinking of, of, of not keeping HBO. Because really? They're going to rate. Well, what do they raise it to? Twenty bucks now. Yeah, so nineteen ninety nine. It's nineteen ninety nine for the four K package. You can still get the sixteen dollars for for regular uh, HD. Okay. Not do you 4K. need four K, Jay? You no, no. And you know what? None of the streaming four K is any good anyway. I got a four K TV, and the first thing I did was go. All right, Netflix has this great four K package. I'll pay the two bucks a month extra yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Maybe I'm 46 now. My eyes don't work. Maybe if I was 23, I'd be like, wow, look at all this extra lines of resolution. I couldn't notice a single difference between 4K and I I don't know what kind of lunatic is paying $4 extra a month for 4K. But apparently, David, I make $140 million a year. Dad Zaslov thinks that people are going to do that. Jay, this got me to thinking why I want to, uh, you know, actually buy a streamer. And really now, the number one reason is original programming and really yeah. good original programming. Yeah. And HBO, 10, 15 years ago, were pioneers. Right. Sopranos. Sopranos, yeah. They had great shows. Now, a lot of people like Game of Thrones. That's fine. Hallelujah to you. Some people are enjoying su- succession in its final season. Here's what they're coming up with. Rhea, tell me if this is creative. Right. They're doing a, a, another Harry Potter Oh, God. It's like for 10 years? What's that deal? It's a 10-year deal. They're going to do it in real time in the school. We're going to get to watch them go to school for 10 years. Great. I'm so excited. All right. Oh, yeah. That's what what I want to watch, kids in school. Yeah. And the woman Rowling, the author, she's got all sorts of issues politically. Let's let's hook our wagon to her again. That's great. (laughs) They got another spinoff for Game of Thrones. Even though the first one is not that successful, they're doing a spinoff. Yeah, Batman. One of the evil characters in Batman was the Penguin. Yep, Penguin. They're doing a spinoff about the Penguin in Batman. What? They don't have an original no. idea. No, and one of the biggest streamers in the world. They got nothing new, Jay. They got nothing. Right. And the thing about HBO, it wasn't even just that they had the best programming. They had the best programming philosophy, which was we're going to put on shows that we like. And if that show doesn't do well in its first two seasons, guess what? It's still getting a third season because you're eventually going to find it. That's what happened with Succession. 
Nobody really cared about succession until season three. And now in season four, it has become a much bigger cultural movement. And people are going back to watch it. Uh, by the way, I love the part uh, of the press conference where they asked Casey Bloys, the uh, head of HBO. So is J.K. Rowling going to be involved in this? And she was like, he was like, um, you know, it's her property. So, um, you know, uh, really? Yeah. So yeah. there's going to be and like he didn't want to say because he knows how uh, how damaged politically she is. Um, yeah, it, this is that whole press conference and all those announcements was 100 percent a, a ploy to the stock market to please think we're going to be making money because we know we have a lot of <laughs> debt to service for this terrible deal. Um, so please understand we're going with the hits. The only one I was really excited about was True Detective season four with uh jody foster because i like true detective yeah. and i love jody foster so no, i'm kind of excited about cow. that it's another example of just yeah. trying to milk the cow for one more season exactly right. come, yeah. on, come up with something new i go i have you know all of my stuff on my streamers and hbo max is rarely one i go when i'm looking for something new it's netflix it's prime right. it's hulu yeah. i go to a lot of other places i don't think of hbo max as somewhere I go for original programming first. You're 100% right, Rhea. Apple Plus lately has been mine. Oh, God. Love I it. really like what they're doing right now. And you know what Apple Plus is doing? The old HBO playbook. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Yes. They hired a whole bunch of HBO executives yeah. and said, "Make here's a budget. Go make us TV and movie that we want to watch. And that's what they're doing. Maybe that's what we need. Not the guy who had 16 different home renovation shows on yeah. Discovery Networks really? running the premier TV channel of the last 20 years. It's not going to work. He's going to yeah. get fired. I will say this. I, I have to admit, I'm a little excited that I'm going to be getting all those uh, uh, home renovation shows uh, with my HBO package, though. Oh, wow. I, I did like those. Shows. I got to admit. When I just oh, wanted I to have some all the time background TV, when I cord cut Discovery uh, Networks was one of the ones that I kind of missed a little bit. I'm a, I'm afraid to admit it, but I do like oh, having no, Discovery Plus is huge with me. I watch all those shows. I like you know, Flip Jay, or Flop. I do. I like you brought that up, Jay, because uh, I might want to rethink the green in that room there. Just <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. This whole room needs. I was actually planning. I'm, I now that the podcast is taken off, putting all my movies back there, like movie yeah. posters. Yeah, I think. yeah that, that might way, be better. We don't have to look at the green behind me. Uh, all right. This was a good conversation. I got to say, David Zasloff, if you're listening, uh, just retire, please, for the sake of all of us. Um, now, we had talked a lot about um, Love is Blind, yeah. which uh, there's a new controversy with Love is Blind. We can't get into that. We don't have time. But uh, there was a controversy, the old controversy on Sunday. They wanted to do a live Love is Blind reunion show. And my wife, who was home, I was driving back from Myrtle Beach. She was ready for this. I mean, she had candles lit. <laughs> and, and wine poured. This was going to be her Sunday night. I think there was a lot of women around the country feeling the same way. And Netflix dropped the ball and then went to the bathroom on the ball um, because it was it, unbelievable. I was I was on Twitter just doing some work for the show. Sure. And I start seeing just and it was it's not just women, Jay. There were like tons of guys, like celebrity guys, who were all like waiting for it. Right. My favorite was they had a Angela, you reviewed this recently, Kerry Washington show on on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Hulu tweeted out at Netflix just <laughs> a picture of her saying, hmm, 
<laughs> and it, I thought it was brilliant. They were Good making one. fun of them. You know, they, had, they didn't have these problems with Chris Rock when they did the live thing. No. Which leads me to believe they had so many more people because obviously Love is Blind is extremely popular. Huge. Yeah. That if they're thinking that they're going to be able to do this with sports, oh, they don't know the hell they will have wrought if oh. they ever screw oh. up a sporting event. Uh, yeah. But Rhea, the, the fact is that Netflix is not good at live television. No. Again, do what you're good at. Netflix. Give yes. us the best movies. Make yes. good ones that we haven't seen yet. Yep. And do what? Stay in the lane that got you there. Yep. Live TV will not be something anyone is signing up at Netflix for. They're not. No. It's a dumb direction to go in. They're looking for anything right now to move the needle on subscribers. They're at about 230 million subscribers, which I mean, at 15 bucks a month, that's a lot of money, yeah. but they're looking for growth. And the two areas that they see growth potential in the first is gaming. Um, yeah. They want to be a streamer for, for video games, which, you know, Google couldn't make that work, but you go ahead and try to make that work. Netflix. I'm sure you'll be fine at it. And the second <laughs> thing is live TV, live events, uh, you know, presumably sports. And yeah, Rhea, I think you're right. I think Chris Rock, you know, you get a million people who watch Chris Rock. He can do that. If yeah. they were, if that was 40 million people for an NFL playoff. Oh, game, oh my God. Number one, I don't know if Google could do that, let alone Netflix. Um, and you're right. If you think people are mad at Love is Blind, if you couldn't oh. watch a playoff game that you had money oh. on, you oh. might go burn down the Netflix building. I mean, at that Gamblers point. don't handle that stuff well, in addition to just regular fans. So it's a bad idea. Yeah. No. So uh, the other thing is, I, I, I didn't send this to you. I just read about it this morning. Apparently, the Love is Blind people... Uh, are suing the network, the people who are in it for, they were like treated poorly. They said that oh they were God. kept sleep deprived for the oh, 10 days, great. like uh, Guantanamo Bay inmates, <laughs> because they were trying to make them so mentally broken down that they agreed to marriage after 10 days. So, you it's know what? Six, I six six show. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And my wife loves it, which I guess explains <laughs> why she married me. Exactly. Uh, all right. So Rhea, we missed uh, Angelo did a good job. Okay. British uh, television, but no one does as good a job as you. And people are really <laughs> upset that they missed out on their British. TV. Ah. What do you got for us this week on British Corner? So I have something different from what I normally do. You know, I love the detective shows, the mysteries, murder mysteries, all that. I'm actually going to do a comedy, but it's more like a, a dramedy. It's a mix of comedy and drama. It's called Mom on Prime. It stars uh, Leslie Manville as Kathy. Leslie Manville is a terrific British actress. Uh, she was in a, a show that I just recently reviewed, Sherwood. She's fantastic. She's a 60-something woman. She opens with, she's burying her husband. So she's a widow. Her 20-something son lives where, with a very pretty girlfriend who's absolutely the dumbest person you'll ever see on TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, insanely stupid. She's got um, her in, former in-laws. These old people are so politically incorrect and they're older. Like, I'm going to say they're around in their 80s. The woman does nothing but call her husband, Reg, a dick, like the entire show. Like, <laughs> that's such an under, you're such a dick. And I'm like, oh, my God, you don't normally hear that. And I normally cannot say that word. Um, right. But she's got a friend, an old friend who's been in love with her his whole life. It, Angela, the reason I think you will like it, it's yeah. awkward humor at its finest. I mean, I like there are it. some moments 
where I just cringe. It's so absolutely awkward. And then I'm laughing my ass off. So it's just her whole family. She's trying to gracefully ease into widowhood. And her family is just so nuts and so crazy. Where is it? Uh, It's on Prime. So it's three seasons. I am just about to finish uh, the third season. And I really like it. I mean, it's 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 something that's kind of out of my uh, comfort zone. But I, like I love her so much as an actress that um, I've seen her in a lot of stuff. I said, I'm going to try this out. If she's good, it's probably good. It's beloved in Britain. Absolutely love the show. I, I just checked out Leslie Manville on online. She's 67. She looks phenomenal. Oh, yeah. she looks great. She, and you know who she was? Ma- I, I believe she was married to Gary Oldman like like a long time ago. Oh, really? I think so. I think I read that somewhere. That's oh, yeah. She, she was married 87 to 90 uh, yeah. to Gary wow. Oldman. Missed out on his prime earning years. That's a shame. <laughs> yes. It took her three years <laughs> to find out he was weird. <laughs> Look at his movies. I know. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you want to say, yeah, a good divorce happens either six months in or 10 years plus. You, yes. you got to either decide immediately what a lunatic or, yes. oh, wow, he hit it yeah. really well. Jay, I have a feeling that you're not the top expert on this show on divorce. (laughs) Probably. My wife would probably be able to speak a lot about it. She's probably (laughs) thought more than anybody after 18 years with this. Uh, All right. Teen Corner. What do you got for us this week? uh, This one is really fun because so uh, Easter, you know, we always do a brunch and my brother and I had mimosas. So we were toasting. So my brother starts to tell Clark, you know why people always do, would do toast? It was in medieval, you know, it's like an urban legend. Um, uh, they would toast. So if somebody tried to poison somebody, their stuff would go into theirs and they'd, you know, whatever. Right. So it reminded us, my brother and I, of the princess bride. So we're oh. like, we start doing, Michael and I start doing lines. Right? We're like, Clark, you would love it because it opens. It's a fairy tale about, you know, a, a princess who uh, who loses her you know, love of her life and she has to marry the evil king. But um, it starts with basically this young boy, modern day, is homesick from school. And I said, Clark, he's around your age. And I want to say he's like 10 or 11. And his grandfather comes in to read him this book, which is The Princess Bride. And then it goes back into medieval times. He was was exactly like the kid in the book. This is boring. (laughs) Why is there kissing? I don't like kissing. And then Andre the Giant and Mandy Patankin show up as Inigo Montoyo, uh, and the whole story swashbuckling, but literally for days after we watched the movie, he was walking around going, my name is Inigo Montoyo. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Oh, that's the wonderful. The cool thing about this where is, is that, that where did, where um, did you... the, the Princess Bride, it's available on a couple of things. Disney Plus, if you have a subscription, which we right. do, you can purchase it on Prime, YouTube, or Google Play. It still has a 98% rating on great. Rotten Tomatoes. It was the great. The whole thing about the, the whole Billy Crystal is in it. Remember, he's Mad Max, who yeah. they're trying to get to make an elixir to wake up Wesley from the dead. Rob Reiner, who never does this, you know, he's obviously the director of the film, gave Billy Crystal and uh, what's her name? Carol, um, who was in the, uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, Carol Kane. Gave them license over the three days they filmed to improvise. Yeah. So when you see that scene, how awesome and amazing it is, that, you know, they kind of improvised it. One other thing, during the pandemic, a bunch of stars got together and acted out the Princess Bride, like from their homes. Yeah. I just watched it this morning. 
It's uh, uh, Jennifer Garner's The Princess. It's hysterical. It's absolutely, they kind of just reenacted the big, you know, scenes from it. So The Princess Bride, highly recommend it. You can watch it with your, you know, 10-year-old till, you know, however old they are. It's a great movie. So I'm a huge uh, William Goldman fan. William Goldman, who wrote The Princess Bride, but also oh, okay. wrote Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, The Marathon Man, All the President's Men. I mean, just a titan, perhaps the best Hollywood screenwriter of all time. It goes him one, me close to. Oh, yeah. A close, close second. But he uh, he wrote a book, uh, Adventures in the Screen Trade, yeah. about his time right. as a, a writer. It's a great book. Yeah. One of the things he talks about is The Princess Bride. Um, and he talks about how The Princess Bride is still the highest scoring test audience movie in the history wow. of yeah. Fox. And this is one of those things where you go, what is the importance of good marketing? Which is this. They didn't know how to sell this movie. Because it's a romance movie, but yeah. it's not really a romance movie. No. It's an adventure movie. It's not yeah. really an adventure movie. It's a comedy, but it's not yeah. really a comedy. All it is is one of the best movies of all time. That's Ever. all it is. And you can't sell that to people. And that was sort of the conundrum, which is every test audience rated it through the roof. 98% yeah. still on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. But no one knew how to sell it. It wasn't until home video and cable that people came across it. Nobody went to go see it in the movies. It was a flop, and it was a flop that became a classic. So I always try to say, yeah, oh, it's great uh, that great the movie. the uh, the marketing people, for as much as they're derided, they do have some purpose in trying to yeah. figure out how to get you <laughs> yes. into the theater. Uh, all right, Angelo, what is your pick this week? All right, we have now reached the medication portion of the podcast. Um, if you would, please direct your attention to Rhea Hughes' face when I tell this story of God. something I have become obsessed with, which for 33 years, I did nothing but complain about. About a month ago, my two-year-old grandson, I'm bonding with these kids a lot more now that I'm retired. That's awesome, even though they keep giving me their coals. But we bonded over golf he golf? no you know how little kids watch stuff on the computers all yeah. he wants to watch is golf and no all way. he wants to see is the ball go in the hole <laughs> and he yells it's in the hole it's in the hole and he's so happy every time <laughs> oh my god He's over on a Sunday and we put it on it was the week before the masters whatever tournament mm -hmm. that was and we're watching it, and I'm still watching it when he leaves. Oh and my God! Then the Masters. Really? No, I watched. You did not. Hours of the Masters. You need a hobby. The boy, the Dash wasn't here Sunday. I watched three hours of coverage oh. of whatever the tournament was after the Masters because it was it went to a oh three hole. Yeah, I was riveted by golf. That's impossible. That's, you be. literally, you did nothing but mock it for 30 no, years. This, this is horrible. I feel like I have to issue an apology or something. <laughs> and I'm, looking, I'm going to watch. This must show you I'm old. I plan now to be watching golf on weekends. I'm <laughs> oh not my proud God. of it. I don't feel good about it. But you need to unretire so you can like no, go back to ripping golf. I'm not unretiring <laughs> because I'm dedicating my life to golf. Oh Stop. my god. 
I, my, I tell this to my son, Neil, and he goes, oh, dad, I got a show for you on Netflix called Full Swing. They take you inside the golf tour. Oh, and God. I have watched the first three episodes, and I love it. No way. Not real. Full Swing Netflix. It's the life of these rich golfers. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm hooked. I am now. No, they must have their hot girlfriends and wives in there. <laughs> wow, well, I can't deny, man. Really, what's that about? These guys attract beautiful women, beautiful women. But anyway, I guess because they make a, like a million dollars when they win yes. a tournament. Right. Anyway, full swing Netflix. I'm a golf enthusiast. I oh said that with no pride, no pride, <laughs> but I'm into golf. Wait, sorry. wait, Angela, is full swing? I'm sorry. Is it is it a reality show or is it like a uh, uh, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. The one okay. they did on Formula One. Same, okay, gotcha. People do it. They take you into the lives of the people from tournament to tournament, and you get to see what their lives are like. And since I now love golf, I'm learning more about Jordan Spieth. Oh, my God. It's awful, man. It's awful. I feel terrible. It's very sad. Very sad. <laughs> All right. I have a review, and I'm trying to get the exact uh, name because I'm going to mispronounce this guy's name. So there is a show on uh, Netflix Freevee. It's you can watch okay. it on Prime Video, but you can watch this. This is their version of uh, uh, not excuse me, Prime Video, not Netflix. Uh, yeah. This is the Amazon Prime version that you could watch with commercials if you don't have yeah. Amazon Prime. It's called Jury mm -hmm. Duty. It stars James Marsden. Mm -hmm. It is a throwback to old kinds of reality show mock shows. You know the one I'm talking about? Have you heard yeah, of this, yeah. Angela? It is. I watched it. I watched you watched it. it. Okay. I it's fun, it. right? It's a fun. Uh, Jay, I, I wanted to hate it desperately. Yeah. Because <laughs> all the, Rhea, there's literally 50 people, maybe more, who are oh, all wow. actors, right. all doing it for the benefit of one poor sap who is on the jury and thinks it's all real. Right. And the whole thing is fake. The wow. trial's fake. The judge is fake. The it's, other jury members that, is fake. I, the only thing I hate about it is that it's on Prime Freebie. Yeah. yeah. You have to watch the commercials. Right. That's There's the only no bad way part. to see it without commercials. But James Marsden is great in it. He's, He's phenomenal. This is not scripted. Nope, he's so playing. So one himself. person, there's only one person who doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, one and you guy. know what? The thing about the guy is he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, like you is. really like him. Yes. He he doesn't come off like a jerk. He just comes off as this chill guy who's reacting to all this craziness in maybe the best way possible. James Marsden plays a version of himself. Yeah. yeah. Where he you know, he's the worst version of himself. Uh, you know, he plays a very egotistical actor named James Marsden. And uh -huh. it reminds me of like when reality TV first hit, they had those wave of shows like Joe Millionaire. Yeah. And it's uh, good. It's but this is a good version. Good. Yeah. It's funny because, uh, you know, here's the thing it's going probably five or six episodes at least. Yeah. There's only one big moment the reveal. Right. right. Yeah. Other other than that, they're just going to string them along, but they managed to do it very effectively. I thought it was good. And I and I want to say, and I have to say this pleasantly. Yeah. It is not yeah. 
cruel in any oh, way, okay. which is yeah, I hate which that. is important. It's like they don't. Yeah. It's not like they're putting him. It's not like a Nathan uh, Fielder kind of thing. You know, okay. uh, wait, is that is that his name? The one you yeah. like, Angelo? Yeah, the- Nathan Fielder is phenomenal. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it's not like that where you feel yeah. uncomfortable for everybody. It's a pleasant show. And yeah. I got to give all credit to my wife. She was the one who said, hey, I'm watching this show. You got to watch with me. I ne-, She says, you never give me credit. When I choose a good show. So. Hold on, Jay. Uh, I'm going to tell you why. I Just between us, I wouldn't say it on the podcast. Yeah. Even though we're on the podcast. <laughs> He's watching it for James Marsden. Mm. That is one very good-looking guy. Uh, He's yes, got he is. Cheap bones for oh, days. Macro, how good-looking that guy yeah. Yeah. Wow, what is that, that like? That's a guy that someone they as you walk through the mall, someone goes, You should be famous, and then yes. a week yes. later he's famous. And you <laughs> exactly. go exactly. Exactly. All right, real fast before we do the recap, yeah. I just gotta check in, Angela, because you said you're watching succession. Did you watch episode four and are you still loving the show? The minute it was on at nine o'clock Sunday, I was watching it. The, and what the, what was your the, thoughts? The patriarchs, the developments in the patriarchs' life, or lack thereof. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away. No. Uh, now I'm now I have a new dilemma because I'm hooked. I'm hooked. What I like yes. is I like the fact that every person in it is horrible. Right. Oh, that's why it. I can't stand it. Yeah, I love it. No, really. This guy, uh, uh, the guy, uh, his brother played. Uh, it was very famous. Home Alone. Who's that guy? He played. I don't, I don't oh, know. Kieran Culkin. Culkin. Kier, Kieran Culkin, He's the uh, Roman. Tremendous in it in saying obnoxious things beautifully. Wonderfully. <laughs> oh, wonderfully. Wonderfully. And I, I'm going to tell you, there's not a good person in that show. No. And I, and I, I, now I have to figure out how to binge a show while I'm watching the last season of it. This has never come up for me before. Well, you have a lot of free time. Yes. <laughs> Can- cancel your golf plans That's for the weekend so and watch four hours of uh, succession. Okay. Again, maybe it's the medication. You were right. It's a hell of a it's a hell of a show. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's so good. I'm so glad you're back on board. It's you're going to love it. And uh, all the stuff that you're watching now and that you really enjoy all of those uh, relationships like the Stewie and um uh, uh Kendall relationship all of those seeds are planted in the first season uh Jesse Armstrong there Jesse are there are very few geniuses with a capital G out there Jesse Armstrong's one of them so I'm it's glad you're on board test. Angelo all right let me go through this uh as of tomorrow you can watch HBO Max but it's just Max uh <laughs> we so also true. have mom on prime Rhea yeah. endorses it great British show We've got Princess Bride on Disney Disney Plus and other places, but the other places you got to pay for it. Full Swing is on Netflix. Uh, we have uh, Jury Duty is on Freebie on Prime. And uh, by the way, Succession is as of tomorrow. Not on HBO Max, just on Max. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you so much. Rhea, so happy to have you back. Uh, If you've enjoyed the show, please, please, please leave a comment uh, on the YouTube channel or on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review us because uh, it really helps people find us. Tell a friend we're growing. I didn't tell you this at the beginning because I wanted to surprise you. We were number two in Norway this week. I the Norwegians love us. I Rhea, guess. that's Rhea. She's she looks Norwegian. Blonde. 
Yeah, they're, they're, they're probably watching going, hey, one of us is on there. So the yes. show's really growing. Please help us uh, spread the word. And Angelo and Rhea, I will talk to you guys next week. See you guys. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the TV show. If you did, please like, subscribe, and review us on iTunes. It'll help people find the show. Also, please follow me on Twitter at JBlackIsFunny. You can send me suggestions and comments about the show there. Even mean ones. I'm an any attention is good attention kind of guy. We'll see you next week with another episode.